above and beyond the real estate show. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Above and Beyond Real Estate Show. My name is Ralph Ciancio, broker of record here at Remax Hallmark Ciancio Group, and I'm here with my good friend and a new daddy, new new dad. new daddy, dad number two, Mr. Colin Noble. Hello, hello. So it's welcome, good to be back. Welcome yeah. back. It's been welcome a couple back. weeks since we've seen. It's been you. Uh, interesting three weeks. Uh, we had a Halloween baby. Very nice. She baby. came out with a pumpkin on her head. It was kind of weird. But, ah. uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's uh, an adjustment for sure, but it's been a lot of fun. That's and baby Emma? Baby Emma. Am I not supposed to say the name? Should I say the name? Totally, it's totally fine. Uh, Emma. We have an Emma and, a li- and, and, and an Olivia at home. And so Olivia, Olivia and, and Emma. Emma. Uh, Diana's doing great. She's a trooper. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's been fun. That's so You awesome. forget, like, Olivia's only 15 months old, and we were in the newborn stage, like, not that long ago, but you yeah. forget what it's all about. Yeah. Like it's just like all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, like we're back, no sleep, crying yeah. babies, noises, like all this stuff. But yeah, it's uh, it's, it's fun. exciting. Um, it it's all encompassing. Yeah. And then having the second baby, I'm sure Olivia still requires your attention. Oh, the day oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, she's walking around like nearly fully, like just going nuts. So we got gates on the stairs and all that uh, stuff, but. It's fun. It's good. I That's can't complain. Amazing. Yeah, well, it's, it's a precious good. time. I I know that yeah. it's a, a unique and it's a finite period of time mm-hmm. with them at that stage. Yeah, uh, and you got nothing but happiness in front. Yeah, it's really really exciting. Yeah, so yeah. we got an exciting show today. I For think. sure. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, uh, a lot of different topics that we're talking about, and um, you know, one of the things I guess we're gonna be talking about is I mean, today is uh, it's a big day here in the office. It's a it's big day. It's a big day in, in the world. The world is a big day for Canada, specifically the soccer world. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, go Canada, go. Here so we, we have a uh, World Cup starts. Uh, Canada's journey starts today, the day that we're filming this. And uh, later today, they're going to be playing against Belgium, which is really exciting. It's the first time they've been back in, you know, I saw I saw a stat today. It was like 13,361 days since yeah. Canada was last in the World yeah. Cup. So 26 wild. years, I think. Yeah, 20, 26, 26 years. years. So yeah. it's um, exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest soccer fan, but like all of a sudden when the World Cup comes, you become like... A big soccer fan, yeah. right? It's kind yeah. of like when people sell real estate, they all of a sudden know everything about real estate. So it's kind of it's the same thing about a little bit of soccer. bandwagon, Everyone's right? Like, but I, I, I watched the two minute tutorial on uh, TSN on, yeah. on uh, who's going to win the World Cup and now yeah. I'm an expert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, same is true in real estate, yeah. but that's so funny. Um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, let's jump into it. So, quick little market update. I think a lot of things have been happening the last. I'd say the month of November, but specifically the last few weeks, um, we're seeing an increase in bidding wars, yeah. um, which goes hand in hand with maybe the the lack of supply right now uh, in in the marketplace, uh, and then interest rates on the on the horizon, another increase. Um, I guess the forecast is twenty five to fifty. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But what do you think? I think this one will be twenty five. To be yeah. honest, usually I'm usually I shoot high, but I'm I'm going yeah. twenty five basis points uh, beginning of December, and then I hope that they'll sort of maintain they'll they'll yeah. probably stay there for a little bit but yeah. i mean who who really knows you yeah. know but well, um, I, I agree with you i think we're probably looking at a, at a quarter percent increase mm-hmm. it's just a, it's just could be one of the smallest increases in theory they could raise it by 10 basis points they don't yeah. only go in quarter mm-hmm. increments mm-hmm. um but the consensus you know on the street is probably 25 basis points they could surprise us with 50. Mm-hmm. But overall, if you if you listen to our conversation, say, back in March, April, May, as we knew interest rates were rising, mm-hmm. people were thinking, oh, what are we going to see? Yeah. Total mystery. Yeah. No yeah. sense of what's high and what's low. And then they came out with 
75 basis point increase on interest rates mm-hmm. and that 1% increase mm-hmm. in interest, those mm-hmm. are big jumps. Huge, huge. So I think the quarter percent shows that they're tapering off on yep. what they're, they're growing. Yep. Which is why maybe we're seeing, it could be seasonal as well. I mean, yeah. a lot of buyers are trying to get in before the holiday season, trying to get that, that uh, home purchase done. Uh, but also the comfort of knowing sort of maybe we're, we're peaked with interest rates. So maybe there's a bit more comfort in terms yeah. of knowing affordability, knowing what the rates are going to do. But again, yeah. they could surprise us with uh, with another big hike. But yeah. I think inflation has kind of slowed a little bit. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You know, some of the things that we, um, we, we talked about last week, we had a, a meeting with um, chief economist from CIBC Bank, Benjamin mm-hmm. Tall. Mm-hmm. And he had a couple of really insightful uh, perspectives yep. on where interest rates are at and where we are heading. And, you know, one of the main things is that the way they know if interest rates are effective, if raising interest rates are effective, is it's a lagging process. Oh, so for sure. whatever for decisions sure. they made in May, we're starting to see the impact now. Right. So it's really, really hard. It's like imagine if you're driving your car and you push the brake, but you don't slow down for half a kilometer. It's really difficult to drive effectively, right? You don't want to overbrake and you yeah. don't want to not yeah. brake enough, right? So um, it's kind of like driving a big, big train. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On so, the weekend, we watched the movie Speed with my kids. Oh, yeah? The movie Speed, you know, yeah, Keanu yeah. Reeves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, your heart's <laughs> racing the entire <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, and I think they made one where he's on a train. The first one, he's on a bus. Mm-hmm. But uh, after that... Yeah, there's a few Speed movies, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, there's like, like a boat. Three or four or something? I think there's yeah. a train. Yeah. yeah. But that's how the Canadian economy is. It's basically like a, a, a train with no brakes. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's really, really hard to, to, to navigate safely, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's um, yeah. I think the the market is is certainly active. Yeah. Uh, as as we've seen, we're today we're going to talk about what we call highs and lows. You got it. New segment. Uh, new segment. Highs and lows. I mean, we lows. do it weekly as a team. Yeah. We discuss our personal highs and lows. But today we're going to try highs and lows for detached homes in Markham. Detached homes in the month of November. So. We're going to look at the highest sale and we're going to look at the lowest sale. Yeah. And just to provide some context, just to provide yeah. some information for some people, and I thought it would be a little bit of fun. Yeah. So I think it would be great. Yeah, let's rock and roll. So, uh, so I think we could probably also turn this into some like a contest like or something, a game? maybe, or like maybe a game. Like the price like, is right. It's like Next December, right. what's the highest? What's the lowest? Yeah. You never know. We could do that. And you know what's funny, actually, that the mindset of the price is right. When we look at the... You know, every transaction, but we look at the least expensive transaction for a detached home in, in Stouffville. You know, you say the price is right, but really, who is it right for? Totally. And if it was right for the buyer, yep. then you get a deal done if the yep. seller is willing to accept, yep. right? Yeah. And that's the funny thing about prices as it floats around is that the price has to be right for the buyer and the seller or nothing happens, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Match Matchmaking prices. Yeah. I don't know. Does, does that matchmaking game? And Price yeah. is Right and... The Newlywed Game. The right. Newlywed Game, yeah. But uh, anyway, start high, start low. Start low. Start low. Start at the bottom. Okay, so we are looking at a house in Markham in Greensboro, actually. Yep. Uh, it's sold beginning of the month. Beginning November of the, month. the 1st. So am I supposed to guess the, uh, the sold price? I think price? you know. I think you know. So is it fair? Well, we yeah, should do I the segment next time where you, you have a property, I have a property, and then and we, we don't know. We have to guess. Okay. Anyway, we're at 1.2 million. 1.2 million. The so lowest the price in Markham in the month of November. 
for a detached home, 1.2 million. 1.2 million. Yeah. So we call that the basement or the, uh, now again, that's detached. It's really, Correct. really important Correct. to note. And we use that just because it's um, probably the most common product out there. You can look at semis, you can look at towns, but some semis or towns have a condo element. So it's a little bit for awkward, sure. right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So three bed, three bath home, $1.2 million. Uh, How about the most expensive? The most Show expensive? me the money. Show me the money. This is an interesting property. It's like a big estate home. $6.15 million. Six one five. Six one five zero. So just over six zero zero zero. Yeah. Just over six million bucks. Yeah. yeah. Interesting though, it took fifty days to sell. Yeah. Which luxury homes actually that's probably pretty quick for a for a home of that uh that size. That size and, and price. Uh but again, this sold second week of November. Big home, obviously. Five, six bedrooms, eight bathrooms. Yeah. Three kitchens. Uh, so probably yeah, some of those are common. bars. Some of those um, are. No, it's pretty common no? in, in luxury homes to have two kitchens on the main floor. Yeah. Uh, when we're talking about a, a certain level of luxury homes. And the idea is that one is for cooking. One yep. is for actual practical use. The mm-hmm. other one is just a show kitchen. Right. Like entertaining area. Type yeah. Thing, just like you warm up the the food but right. you're never going to really cook in it right um and the funny thing is because you know we do have some experience in luxury real estate and for sure what i found is that in these homes with two kitchens it's unlikely that the owners cook in any kitchens yeah exactly you they know have either have somebody cooking or, or yeah or yeah. they just order in food yeah um you know but you know for the people that are entertainers it's great to have a big kitchen that you can entertain in mm-hmm. but you have something simmering in the back or splattering and making a mess in a room just behind the regular kitchen right so interesting stuff. Big estate home. Uh, this one was in Bayview Glen. So yeah. at uh, Bayview and Steele's area. Yeah. So uh, stay right. tuned for December. Yeah. It's we'll see mystery, what happens. Mystery. Mystery. But you know what's interesting is that you, you bring up where it's located. And a luxury home means something totally different in every area. Absolutely. Not only the value. Yeah. Like truth be told, uh, we're looking at within Markham. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the other parameter. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we would have opened this up to different municipalities, you would have seen a total huge step up for in sure. price. For sure. Um, or step down in price. I'm sure the most expensive home in Ajax is worth less than yep. uh, than this. But yep. uh, I'm sure if we go with a mid-range home in uh, North Toronto, you're probably in around the same price point. Mm-hmm. Right? So... We could, yeah, jump is we could jump around too. Like yeah. we could do Richmond Hill, we could do Newmarket, we could do Toronto, yeah. like in in further high and low segments. Yeah. So, but you know, actually, one thing we were talking about jumping around. We were talking uh, originally about World Cup and impact of yes, you sir. Know, how yep. everyone gets on board. Yep. Uh, and one thing I kind of had a, a moment of inspiration as I'm looking forward to next World Cup. I'm loving this World Cup. Yep. I, yeah, I love soccer. I've played soccer my whole life. Uh, my two boys are are totally engaged in it. They, like mm-hmm. we literally. When Look at that. And met some of the, Signatures, uh, the autographs. Players. Yeah, like we're waiting in line. Like, yeah. like I'm waiting to meet Justin Bieber. Yeah. Like it's just like a total <laughs> fanboy yeah. meeting these guys that most people wouldn't even know. Totally. It's just a Canadian national team soccer player. Yeah. You know, they're not making the same money as a European for sure. Uh, you know, uh, soccer club. But yeah. uh, in any case, so in, the, in this current World Cup, there's actually 32 teams that are eligible to make it to the finals. What right. we're watching right now on TV is the World Cup finals. It's the tournament. Correct. Right. Yeah. It's not the final game, but the right. tournament's called the right. finals. Um, but what's different in the next World Cup, which is coming out in four years, so that's 2026, mm-hmm. we are going to be hosting it here in Canada, U.S., and Mexico. But there's actually going to be 48 teams. Amazing. So the tournament's going to run a little longer. There's going to be more games. There are four groups of four teams added. Right. 50% increase. So that's... A huge, huge increase. Yeah. Which means a lot of more players, a lot more... 
more whatever. I mean, this players, is going to make more games. setting up pools more complicated. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But also more profitable, right? Like 100%. If, yeah. if, you know, half of the world is watching this yeah. and they're watching extra 10 games, that's a lot more advertising yeah. money for them, right? Yeah. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure in North America they'll be serving beer, but. Uh, we hope so. Anyway. We hope so. We'll it's going to be uh, some big yeah. trouble. <laughs> but, um, you know, what? when I, I, I saw that stat of how they're changing the tournament and I, I started thinking about how will this impact the tournament? Mm-hmm. And we've already seen, I mean, it's only a couple of days into the World Cup, but we've seen some underdogs For take sure. on Goliaths. Japan beat Germany this morning, you right? You saw it, like, yeah. yeah. Japan beat Germany, which is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's just... It's just less, it's a lot more volatile is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Right. When you have the same teams year after year after year, it, it stays pretty consistent. You know more or less what's going to happen. It, right. It's, a, it's more predictable. But in soccer, it's very unpredictable. Any team can win any game, really. Right. Um, you know, the more powerful teams will win the important games. But mm-hmm. anybody can win or lose a game. Right. And I, uh, I was reflecting on that and I thought about our real estate industry and Something a lot of people don't realize is that at the start of this year, there were more people studying to get their real estate license in the in Toronto mm-hmm. than there are agents in Toronto. Crazy. So they're looking at that's crazy. We're going to double, double the amount of realtors, right? You got it. And Which, we've already seen it. I think we'll hit a hundred thousand realtors by the end of this year wow. on the Toronto real estate board. I might be a little bit uh, too ambitious on that. It might be a little bit less. Right. Um, but that was what was predicted. Earlier in the year when the market was hot. Right. Now with a change in tides. Totally. People are like, wow, this isn't so easy. (laughs) I'm out of here. But, you know, it made me think, how will that impact? And I want to ask you this question is, how do you think that could impact the the real estate market if we have a 50% increase in the number of real estate agents? It's certainly going to... uh, I I don't know if I want to be optimistic or pessimistic about this. I mean, there's two sides of it, right? I think... um, I'm hoping that it may bring a different aspect or different vision of like the new agents may have different skills that Got it. Uh, existing or, uh, you know, the, the, the old school, the, the old school agents don't have, but it also might mean that it brings, brings the level of professionalism or expertise down a notch as well. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it yeah. when you work with uh, a new agent, either on the other side or, or, or with you. Their expertise isn't as as polished as mm-hmm. as someone who's been here f- uh, for a while. I think it's also going to be very challenging for those new agents to find business. Like, yeah. well, I mean, arguably, right? Like, uh, for sure. I mean, the most common. And I've been in this business fifteen years, and I've yeah. seen people come and I've seen people go, and, and the most common deals take place when someone first gets their license. Yeah, and they family uh, and friends, family and, and friends. They do something for themselves, yeah. and then they buy for their family, or buy something for their their coworker because they may still have a full time job. And those are you know we call them the, uh, the uh, oblig- obligatory right. transactions, the ones right. where people have to hire you. Right, and you know the danger that I see in this market. I think it's great, and I, I've never been one to push down newcomers into the business because mm-hmm. I was a newcomer at one point mm-hmm. as well. I think everyone deserves a chance mm-hmm. if they want it. To be fair, the, the the barrier of entry has increased. It used to be quite I'm not I'm not saying that it was easy. Oh, it was at one point it, it, was, it was like you write an exam and like you got your license. In the eighties you literally just signed a form yeah. and that you were an right. agent. That so was that it. now the Humber process is a bit more stringent and and difficult. So 
that may also weed some people out. Yeah. And those who are really committed to doing it are the ones who are going to pursue it. Yeah. Uh, but then they might realize as soon as they're yeah. in it for a year but or two that... What, what I worry about, and I mean, in our mindset, we don't think about what does this mean for us specifically as a team or as an agent. Mm-hmm. We think about the industry as Absolutely. a whole. Yeah. We're protectors of the industry, yep. right? Like, yep. You know, most of what I do every day is to ensure that you know, the industry exists 20 years from now because yeah. there's always a threat that you can get For picked sure. up by technology real yeah. fast. Yeah. But what concerns me is the volatility that this will bring into the real estate market. And it's it's not even going to be noticed, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. if... If someone is an experienced agent doing this for their 300th time, mm-hmm. they have some comfort and can give guidance with confidence. Mm-hmm. Whereas when someone's doing it for their very first time, there's number one, huge liability factor. Yep. And then number two is that, are we going to start seeing homes sell for really, really high and really, really low? Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to see just a lot yeah. more volatility yeah. as opposed to understanding with a baseline because you're dealing with all professionals? Yeah. The exact analogy would be, when we looked at uh, in the last two years, we call it retail investors. Mm-hmm. So for years and years and years, most investments, you know, buying stocks or bonds uh, took place by professionals. Yep. They know what they're doing. They have a system. That, and, and then the retail investor got involved and it just jumbled everything up. Yeah. And we saw, you yep. know, uh, Robin AMC, Hood stocks, GameStop, AMC, all that stuff, right? Just rock it up. Yeah. And then a lot for of For no people, apparent reason. And people right? lost their shorts yeah. uh, on it. Yeah. So that's what I'm really concerned about is that are we going to start seeing a ton of volatility that really is, is more towards the guidance that people are getting, not mm-hmm. to do with the supply or the demand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? maybe. And I think that goes right back to the World Cup of, uh, you know, 16 more teams. We're going to see teams. We're going to see players that we've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe that's going to mean that uh, Uganda wins the World Cup. Like, yeah. you, you, you never know, right? Which could, so I can finally which wear could my Uganda make it. soccer jersey. Well, I mean, it might mean Italy makes it next ah, next time. Oh, so. <laughs> That's okay. I've got, I've got one. I've got one. So. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. It's yeah. um, it's an exciting month always when the World Cup is, is here. Yeah. I think it brings together, you know, the World uh, or soccer, football, whoever you want to say it, is, pro- is probably the biggest sport in the world. Yeah, certainly. Um, most watched, most played, most whatever. So... I, I think it, it's similar to the Olympics, but I think it's actually a stronger following in the Olympics yeah. because it's one sport. It's Agreed. a sport that's so big that it, it brings, I'm hoping, you know, brings nations together, brings the world together to celebrate a great sport. Um, yeah. and, it, and it's just fun to watch. Like yeah. the World Cup is a different feeling when you're watching the game, you yeah. know, it's just, it, it's super exciting. Uh, so lots, lots happening in November. Also, Movember. Yeah. So uh, can people sponsor you? Can they? Uh, this year, I decided not to raise money. Um, right. I us- I typically raise money. This month is completely awareness. Uh, this year, so I know Collins here. You know, inflation. I'll save it for your milk. Save it yeah. for your groceries. That's right. Uh, just just awareness yeah. awareness this year. So very nice. I have yeah. a few days left. Diana will be I'm happy sure. once December first sure. hits. But I'm sure Olivia's gonna say, Who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's probably exactly. saying that now, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh mm-hmm. but also in November it's holiday season. That's right. Um this weekend is RCH. We are in a Santa Claus parade. Where, where there's a Santa Claus parade season. We yeah. are tis the season. So yeah. uh this Saturday, which coming up is gonna be November six uh, November twenty sixth. We're gonna be at Main Street Markham for the Markham Santa Claus Parade, and that's going to take place uh, starting at 11 a.m., mm-hmm. just along uh, Main Street, Markham, which is also called Highway 48 or Markham Road. Mm-hmm. Um, that's from Highway 7 all the way up to Bullock. And then the following week, we have two. Oh. 
The following yep. week, we have two. We have uh, Main Street Unionville has their old-time Christmas event, and that starts at noon and runs until 7 p.m. with a parade just in the last one hour. And then Stouffville Main Street has their Santa Claus parade, which starts on Saturday, December December 3rd. Third, yep. And that's going to be at, uh, 6 p.m. at 6 p.m. Yep. Yep. 6 p.m. So a lot of Main Streets, a lot of Santa Claus parades, and uh, we're going to be in all three. We'd love to see if you, if you guys are interested in coming out to see what Santa Claus parade looks like in 2022. It's been a couple of years. Yep. Yep. And uh, sadly, it's a tradition that we love. We love bringing people together. That's, you know, one of the things that... that drives us as community and bringing people together yep. so it'll be great to uh, to see you out there so. yeah it'd be fun yeah. yeah i'm looking forward to it hopefully okay. it doesn't rain uh but mm-hmm. we'll be there rain or snow or hail or sleet yeah. or santa's like sunshine. the mailman it's a rain or snow. Yeah. he's got to deliver presents packages like, he, get delivered. he can't he can, the weather can't stop santa so oh, that's well, great. it's not going to stop us so yeah. uh we'd love to see everyone there yeah. yeah perfect so thanks so much guys for uh for tuning in today we appreciate the love we hope that you can like subscribe and comment uh, just so we can keep this show going and uh, we hope that this week ahead is better than you can imagine yeah and uh, we hope you have a great one awesome go canada go go canada go you'll be seeing me running up on main street <laughs> wearing only a team canada jersey let's go thanks, thanks guys rock.